0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome to New Idea Royals. It's the only podcast that keeps us up to date with royal life. I'm Zoe Burrell, and joining us today is royal expert and commentator Angela Mollard. Hi, hi, Angela. Hi, Zoe. How are you? Good. Lots more royal stories today. So, the Duchess of Sussex has been mocked by UK broadcaster Piers Morgan. Surprise, surprise. What did he have to say, Ange? Look, there's a long-running history
1: with Piers Morgan and Meghan Markle. They've known each other for years. Um, but what happened on this occasion was that Meghan had uh, been at a charity event for sex workers. The charity is called 125, and what she was doing was uh, preparing food parcels for sex workers. And there was a various uh, ingredients and things within these parcels. Among them were bananas. Now, Meghan came up with this idea that she would grab a Sharpie and write little messages on the banana skins to send to these women. That's so sweet. It is, isn't it? No, I actually think it's a really lovely, it's things like be brave, be strong, um, you know, uh, you're special. Now, Piers Morgan made a complete mockery of this gesture. He pilloried Meghan for doing it on his um, show on uh, British morning television. He said, you know, he was mocking her and saying, give me my Sharpie. This is my original idea. Look, is it something that the royal family would traditionally do no it's not but that's what we've come to expect from the duchess of sussex she does things differently she comes to australia she bakes banana bread to take to the country i mean she's a woman the way that she dresses the way that she operates in the world she's a mature woman and she's doing things her way piers and meghan Markle, the, the formerly meghan markle now the duchess of sussex have this long standing history they were friends before um meghan met harry now the moment that meghan met harry she dropped piers uh, and and he's obviously hurting about wow. that it, it, and he every single time he makes a comment about it, it's, it's negative. Now, I think it's just um, a bit of sour grapes on his part, but I think it also shows good judgment on her part because she did drop him knowing that he lacked the integrity. That said... His program gets masses of viewers, so he's put it on does, masses of um, uh, ratings. So he he is deliberately provocative. Once again, he has. Is there any problem? Look, he says that sending uh, bananas to sex workers is a is a bit of a joke. You know what? Would they eat the bananas? That's the thing. If you've got Meghan Markle's writing on the banana, perhaps you wouldn't. So perhaps it's I'd a- <laughs> love to receive one. <laughs> exactly, I would too. So um, look, lovely thing to do, and w- we have to come to expect this. The one thing I would say. Um, is that I do think that there's a chance going forward that Megan could make a mistake because she is a bit off message. She comes up with different ideas. She executes things from her point of view, which isn't necessarily a royal point of view. I think she's really uh, relevant and purposeful, but I think there's the opportunity, uh, not the opportunity, I think there's a likelihood at some stage she will put a foot wrong in a way that may have ramifications. Hopefully nothing too bad, but I think her sort of, off, off, while I love her off message behaviour and her, and her way of executing things, I do think that at some Point it will it will get her into trouble. But as we know, Princess Diana, all those years ago, she did things her way too. She was the woman that first put her arms around AIDS uh, survivors. She was the worst person that walked through landmines in Angola. So we know that um, the public will move with you if if your ideas are genuine and authentic.
0: Yeah, and I mean, she definitely does do things her own way. Mm. And with the royal baby's arrival soon, we understand that the Duchess has hired a doula to help her give birth. Can you explain what a doula is? (laughs) I can. I've done my research. So doula is uh, Greek for woman
1: servant. Um, It sounds awful, doesn't it? Doula. (laughs) What's wrong with a good old gynecologist, I think? Anyway, um, you know, Megan grew up in L.A. and California where the whole doula movement started in the 70s in America. So during the hippy-dippy phase, women would traditionally – Sort of have a woman on hand to help them with breathing, to help them get through the birth. Um, obviously, the gynecologists and obstetricians are doing the more technical work. This is someone who actually helps them through the emotional and physical, um, some of the physical aspects of birth. Um, she will teach her breathing techniques, she'll teach her management of pain techniques. The doula she's chosen is actually Lauren um, Michon, who's the Married to Oliver Mission, who, interestingly, his grandfather was the lawyer, um, very memorably because it was a very toxic divorce, who... Um Acted for Diana in her divorce from Prince Charles. So, yeah, it's very much keeping it in the family, very well to do um, aristocratic British family. She, of course, has been asked if she is going to be the doula, and she said, you know, I can't possibly comment, which suggests it might be the case. But it could be a very full um, maternity suite, I I think, because they have about three or four uh, obstetricians on hand. I'm sure Doria Ragland won't be far away. Harry, of of course, will be there. Um, So, I I think, you know, it'll be like being in an episode of Suits with the crew on board for this birth, I reckon.
0: And what role do you think Harry will play in the birth? Obviously, he seems like he's going to be a very hands-on dad. I think you're right, Zoe.
1: I think he will be. And look, the doula apparently has been teaching him how to how to speak to Megan through this birth. Now, you know, I don't think you can really prepare for labour and how to speak. I mean, everything about labour goes... Completely the opposite, generally, and it's it's all those people that think they're going to have essential oils and dolphin music who end up having full blown caesareans in every drug that's going. So look, I think it's interesting. I think Harry will actually be quite nervous. Just as, you know, he's a, as we know about him, he takes his role. You know, particularly in later years, he's really made a distinction between the younger Harry, where he was, you know, um, he had some you know questionable behaviors. Uh, you know, seeing him as he uh, was in Australia and I was, I was at the um, Australian Geographic Awards, his real sincerity with people that he was meeting, I think that sincerity will translate into his wife giving birth and he'll be very present. He'll want to do the right thing. He'll want to do the right thing by her. So it'll be interesting to see. But, you know, as we know, births never go to plan.
0: They definitely don't. And in the lead up to giving birth, Megan has resorted to a special skincare regime. And apparently, it's something that others can try at home. Can you give us the details on that? I know this is really heartening. You sort of think of um, the
1: Duchess of Sussex using, you know, La Prairie and La Mer products and dropping, you know, a thousand pounds a month on it. But she also has a homemade face mask. Now, anyone at home can make this. It's got porridge, coconut oil. And, interestingly, turmeric, which is the yellow spice that makes up curry powder. So can you just wow. imagine her with this yellow face? And I, turmeric, can, my bench tops at home, if I drop turmeric on them, it stains. Yeah, so wow. look, I'm, I'm just a bit alarmed that she may be, um, you know, you don't want to walk out on your royal duties with a yellow you face. You have to make sure you have a towel or something to
0: clean <laughs> that up. <with>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and, and get it off your face quickly, yeah. I think. But anyway, look, we know she has beautiful skin. So anyone wanting to try what, um, what she's doing, uh, porridge oats, coconut oil, bit of turmeric and um, leave it on your face and wash it off. Cheap as chips. Wow, we'll have to try that one. Um, <laughs> let us know how you get on. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I'll, I'll next time we see each other, I'll see if I can actually
0: notice a difference, Zoe. So you, you'll need to be yeah, perfect. I, I, I'd, I'd go with your regular skincare too. <laughs> um, and moving on, Megan has clearly had plenty to contend with since marrying Harry. We understand that one of her friends is concerned about her and has offered her some help. Yeah, this is really interesting. So
1: Serena Williams, a tennis player, um, who we know has been in spots of bother herself before and has very much needed her uh, PR team. What she's done, I mean, they're old friends. They know each other from from way back. And, of course, Serena uh, attended Meghan and Harry's wedding. I think uh, what's interesting is she has offered her PR team to Meghan. Apparently, um, Serena is concerned that... Meghan's public image isn't isn't the best it could be. That certainly, you know, the, the relations with her own family, with Samantha Markle, with Thomas Markle and, of course, the um, reported conflict between her and Kate. Uh, Serena's coming from a Hollywood West Coast perspective versus the British kind of stiff upper lip and do it all by the book way. I think this is really interesting because... The way Hollywood does damage limitation is quite different to how traditionally the the Brits have done it, and particularly the royal family. I mean, they tend to stand back, let things play out, not comment. Look, in in recent years, um, they have stepped up and they use their social media, obviously, to their advantage and very effectively. But what Serena's saying, has has said to to Megan, is um, you can use my team. And in fact, her team um, from IDPR has even put together a proposal um, and discussed it with the powers that be at the Palace, it's an incredibly – you'd have to take it very diplomatically because the uh, Kensington Palace staff, look, they have changed, as I say, over the years. What used to happen is it was just courtiers who were given the PR role – I'd say since Diana's death, there's been a change in the way that people are hired. So what tends to happen now is they do get proper PR professionals rather than people that have just come up through the ranks of of the palaces. You have definitely seen that change over time. You
0: you can Mm. notice
1: it, can't you? Traditionally, the royals haven't enjoyed a a positive relationship with the media. They now accept that that they need to work on that image. And yet they can also drive that message a lot more through that. We saw through the Kensington Palace um, Instagram account that... Um, they can drive their message. They've got um, millions of followers and they can dictate how things happen. Behind the scenes, though, look, I have said um, multiple times that Meghan should have extended an olive branch to her father, I think. I think there's nothing wrong with that policy. If they, she had done that, she would retain the moral high ground. If her dad then went and kept blabbing, then no one would question the fact that she has um, that she cuts him off. The fact that she hasn't extended... Um, Uh, she hasn't made contact with him, to the best of our knowledge, suggests that she's incredibly stubborn and that's slightly colouring her public image, I think. I think if she was to do the decent thing, reach out to a dad, let's just say she and Harry sat down for afternoon tea with their dad, talked about baby plans, let's say any of that leaked, she's quite within her um, right to then just cut it dead, but I don't think she's given that chance. I'd be really interested to hear what the PR team, uh, Serena's PR team, would think going forward, bearing in mind that they handled Serena's on screen, uh, on court outburst with the umpire and her racket slamming. I mean, you don't really think about that now. Look, she she went out on the front foot and said, you know, I'm speaking up for women and, and, and that sort of thing. So she had a very strong message that she wanted to get across. Conversely, I don't think we're getting a Sussex message. I don't think we're hearing from them at all about this. The last thing we heard from Megan in the days before the wedding, when her dad said he wasn't going to walk, walk her up the aisle and that he'd gone and back into hospital with his um, heart problems. The very last thing we heard from Megan was the message that I have always cared for my father. And, um, you know, it was an odd expression to make at the time, but to have nothing since. Look, I think they're starving him for the more you give him, the more he can relay. And certainly everything from the conversations he'd had on the phone with Harry, we know he had relayed them in um, press and radio uh, and television interviews. So he is a blabber, he does leak. But he I does, think they he does need, like to talk a lot. He does like to ta- I mean <laughs> you put, stick quiet. a microphone or a notebook in front of him and the and the guy starts chatting. But yeah, I would be really interested to hear what this these um, experts expert PR people might say. I mean, I think, and it'll be interesting to see, I, I, I'd love to be in that room in um, Kensington Palace press office when the call came through with a bit of, you know, Hollywood <laughs> advice on damage yeah. and limitation. I mean, there'd be a little bit of um, uh, feathers ruffled, I think. They, they do tend to think that they do th- things their way, but, you know, fair
0: enough. Yes, well, we'll have to keep an eye out for that mm. in the coming days. And moving on to the other royals, apparently a secret plan has been leaked. What can you tell us about that one? Well, so it's really
1: interesting actually because uh, it, there's tremendous fears in Britain that a no Brexit de- deal, so that there's a no deal with Brexit, will cause total unrest in Britain, wow. that there'll be food shortages, that there would be lots of riots. Um, interestingly, there's a plan has been linked that, that um, orchestrates getting the royals out of London should this happen. Really interesting, real wow. overkill. They've apparently heated a reheated a, um, a policy uh, back from the 1960s uh, during the Cold War. So after the Cuban Missile Crisis, there was a plan to get the royals out of London, um, out into the various palaces, shut down any potential um, threats to their security. This has been leaked. It's been reheated. Look, it sounds like overkill to me. It sounds a bit like, do you remember when the we... Um, when the millennium was approaching and we all had, you know, those, we had to buy tin food and kind of clear out our bunkers. Yes, exactly, oh, yes. Y2K. It was, It was. you know, all this um, terrible um, over-egged concern about what might happen. Of course, it, all, the clocks ticked over and nothing happened at all. But, um, look, it's good to hear that they've got provisional um, security plans in place but also very funny that they've been leaked. So uh, interesting to see what will happen. Look, will it have a huge bearing on the Royal Family it's it's interesting we don't i think brexit is so unprecedented that we don't quite know what is going to happen with it but certainly it's good to know the royal family will be safe
0: well, it sounds very James Bond of them. It does, doesn't it?
1: I oh, know. Well, she she has a history with James Bond. Of course, remember during the of Olympics, um, she took part in the um, that fabulous um, the Queen when um, Daniel Craig filmed that going into the palace and her parachuting into the stadium. So yeah, they've got they've got form when it comes to um,
0: to um, MI five and in kind of undercover behaviour. Yes, and I'm sure they'll all do it in style. Indeed. <laughs> uh, and and we've also heard that there's going to be a new documentary on the Royals and Prince Charles has reportedly made a strange comment about it.
1: Yeah, this is a new documentary coming out I think it's later this week and it's being made by Jeremy Paxman who's an incredibly respected broadcaster in the UK. Um, he used to host Newsnight, very sort of wry, uh, experienced broadcaster. He's doing a documentary on the Queen's children. Now because of who he is, he will have had tremendous access to the friends of the Queen's children. So we know there's um, obviously Charles Anne, Andrew and Edward. He's spoken to multiple friends and one of his contacts, um, actually a guy who I've met and had lunch with, Broderick Munro Wilson. Have you ever heard such an aristocratic name? But um, <laughs> Broderick has come out and said that before Charles married Diana everybody was trying to find a bride for this man because he was at that stage 32. We don't think anything of getting married at 32 now. But back then, being not married and not producing an heir was a really big deal. And I remember from... Charles sort of turning 25 onwards, the constant commentary is, you know, find a wife. In fact, Prince Philip said to his own son, you need to find a wife, matey. Well, what actually happened at that stage is Broderick Manuel Wilson said that he suggested Caroline of Monaco as a potential wife for Prince Charles.
0: I did not know that. No, I didn't know that either.
1: Interestingly, Prince Charles said he thought at that stage he may need to go gay, like you go gay like you you know no no back in those days, I was obviously he had um, no understanding the fact that perhaps you are gay rather than you choose to go gay but uh, it's such a strange comment and so i mean i've got some i know some people that actually know charles and have had him over for dinner and things and some of the the pomposity and the lack of um You know, sort of genuine understanding of real people. It sometimes is is gobsmacking, but you know, to go gay. Look, give him his credit. He was back in his late twenties. He's now a seventy-year-old man. We do all move on in fifty years, but um, but yes, I I, evidently, obviously, through his relationship with Camilla, he decided not to go gay.
0: That would have been a very different turn of events.
1: (laughs) Well, it's interesting, isn't it? We were talking about this at Channel Seven the other day. Um, you know, if if a member of the royal family, that's you. Know, unprecedented well certainly it's unprecedented openly who knows what happened behind the scene I mean we know that they all had mistresses and whatnot so it, it, you know of course there would have been homosexual members of the of the royal family in fact obviously the the favorite is uh, the movie with Olivia Coleman, explores the notion of oh gosh now which queen is it <laughs> have you can you guys help me out here oh gosh Our our listeners will remember. Yes. um, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently, look, the mixed reviews on The Favourite, but Olivia Coleman, as we know, look, we're we're diverging here, but I just love (laughs) Olivia Coleman. So she's in The Favourite and um, she's set to play the Queen in Taking Over from uh, Claire Foy as the Queen in the next series of The Crown. But... The favourite is about, uh, which queen is it, Dennis?
0: Queen Anne.
1: Queen Anne, that's right. Thank you. Queen Anne, <laughs> who apparently was lesbian or had lesbian tendencies. Anyway, gosh, we've gone down a rabbit <laughs> warren with this one. I, I think we should um, I think we should end it here. So 18th century, Queen Anne, that's right. She, um, Oh, yes, and she had a close friend, Lady Sarah. Apparently this movie, well, it's been nominated for lots of Oscars, so worth seeing. I must see it so that I'm actually across my subject, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yes. so, yes, uh, Prince Charles is uh, not gay, obviously. We can we can safely... Speak. Yes. Uh,
0: and on that note, thank you so much for joining us today, Ange, and thanks to everyone for listening. For more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au or our Facebook page, New Idea Royals. And, of course, check out our latest Royal Mini Mag in the current issue of New Idea.